0: and welcome back to it's not rocket science five questions over coffee in front of me i have a good strong cup of coffee because i need it right at the moment because there was a slight technical failure before this started which i had to fix always love it when the plan comes together but i'm here today with emma emma wesley who runs emerge emerge emerge.io a a small business marketing company she is a fractional chief marketing officer she works for small businesses as their marketing officer, and I hope we're going to have a really great session talking about that today. Emma, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you, Stuart. Nice to be on. And uh, I unfortunately don't have coffee because I don't drink coffee, but I have tea, so I hope that's acceptable.
0: Tea is tea is as acceptable as anything else is. Um, I, I would suggest that glasses of wine whilst you're doing this are probably a bit a bit one stage too far. But that's that's bit yeah,
1: <laughs> early for that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so Emma, tell us about the sort of uh, people you help with uh with their business growth
1: sure so um i predominantly focus on b2b companies um i've done a 20 plus year stint working with with b2b companies so that is my that's my lane (laughs) i will stick in it um but i mainly help uh startups tech startups and uh early stage um early stage AI startups, for example. And then additionally, service-based companies, uh, professional services, um, or other service-based businesses, small businesses, and maybe creeping up into the medium-sized as well.
0: And what's the problem they've got that you help them to solve?
1: Um, So I think at the moment, especially, the biggest problem is doing more with less. Uh, That's something that probably a lot of startups will know anyway for for years but especially at the moment with um you know continued uncertain economic times limited budgets maybe not getting the the funding that they need um all of those factors are sort of coming together at the moment and and what quite often happens in these sorts of situations is marketing is is hit with you know budget cuts and it is this whole like doing doing more with less you know less money less resource um but those companies still knowing that they've got a viable a good solution you know a platform or a service that they know will add value to the customers that they're trying to sell into
0: and what what have they done to try and overcome those problems that you help them to sort of fix with your services
1: um so very often when I get into a company start working with them what I see is they've they've tried uh, sort of doing everything uh, but just scaling budgets back. so if for example they're doing paid some sort of paid marketing, all they'll done all they've done is just reduce the budget on that marketing and hope for the same the same results um or the other big uh, big danger is on um, on the resource side and this, is, this, this has been going on for years, but it's happening more and more at the moment, is companies trying to find these um, marketing unicorns. So they'll think, okay, we need someone in to help. Um, and what does that person look like? And so they start listing out all the sorts of responsibilities that that person will have. And when it comes to marketing, it'll be, you know, SEO, content marketing, paid marketing, uh, lead gen, demand gen, and the list goes on and what they end up getting is is maybe a candidate although a lot of them struggle trying to find the right the right people but they'll get someone in who's who's not right for the business and has not got the right skill set um and they're just expecting too much of this person because you know one person can't always cover all of those different areas um and yeah they just end up you know either hand-holding them or not achieving the goals um, and especially the, the business goals because with that process they'll often find that their marketing stuff is not aligned with their business goals as well yeah.
0: and that's where you come in with your service and what you do to help so how are yeah, you different? so
1: so mainly in terms of uh, the amount of time I spend with the yeah. company. So um, I'm fractional um, and this term fractional is is gaining a lot of grind at the moment. And I
0: just wanted to make sure everybody understands fractional because it is a bit of a new term. So we, we I think we need yeah. to define it. Tell us. Tell us what fractional means. And it doesn't mean that you're only half a person, I presume. Or maybe even a quarter, <laughs> I don't know
1: maybe soon maybe that'll be the next uh the next the part of the AI cloning revolution will be uh yeah coming myself in half or something um so there's there's a few different definitions i at the moment um because it's such a new term and I think companies and and um people like myself are sort of trying to work out what that term actually means um I've been doing it for about five years now um And it certainly wasn't called fractional, you know, a couple of years ago. So it is sort of a term that people are getting used to. But essentially, it's being part time at a company, usually at a more senior level. um, So at a leadership level or at least director level, um, but not being a part time um, employee. So you're still a freelance resource. So the company isn't having to pay. Um, you know benefits or overhead associated with a um, with you know even a part-time employee so you're still a freelance you know a self-employed or whatever um, and yes you're working on a part-time basis but at a more senior level and what I've found with the companies that I've worked with is I'm definitely embedded in those companies you know I feel like I'm a part of the team you know I'm you know when I work for a company I'm really really focused on it I'm committed to their 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 goals um you know I sort of I wear the t-shirt as uh, as would often be described but you know maybe that afternoon I'm doing the same thing for another company or you know on a Tuesday I do it for one company on a Thursday I do it for another something like that um so it, it's a it's a a difficult concept to get your head around and it certainly only works for certain types of companies um very often remote companies that are used to asynchronous working that sort of thing um and certainly something that's gaining gaining traction at the moment um partly because of the the market the way the mar- the job market is is changing currently as well
0: so this is so this is this is a this is a, a balancing act for you um, you know that you have to switch mindsets, you have to switch focus, and you are as present and you are as um, involved in company A as you are in company B, and you don't allow any distractions from one. But but how does the how does the the business owner manage their uh, their involvement with you? Because on a Wednesday, a need might crop up, and you're not technically working for them on a Wednesday. So how does how do they manage that? that that aspect of their lives
1: mm. so i find the best way is actually being more flexible for companies so um rather than doing it on set days you know i work set days for set companies is just saying you know you've got x amount of time or you know x amount of my sort of resource but i will be flexible with that throughout the week so i will still commit to going to their meetings on you know, their schedules um you know if they've got specific um leadership meetings or team meetings that need to happen i will attend those and it does take a little bit of you know as a as a fractional it takes a little bit of juggling you know a lot of sort of different different calendars and different ways of working for different companies um but once you get used to it and you find the right balance for yourself as well then it then it works and yeah from a company perspective um they can just call on me if they need if they need support if it's urgent or whatever um and as long as you know i can do something you know relatively soon then then that's fine so just as a quick example regardless of how many sort of companies i'm working for at any one any one time i will have all of their email clients open at the same time so if something right. urgent pops up i can jump on it or i can assess it at least you know i can look at it and go okay that doesn't need to be fixed immediately um and then obviously communication is key so if somebody does try and get in touch with me what I can do is at least ping them and say give me five minutes and I'll I'll call you or you know at least that sort of um regular communication so that people know where I am and if I am or I'm not available um and then finally I think you know there are for companies as well it's it helps them focus so it helps them sort of understand actually is that important is it urgent you know a bit like going back to the whole urgent uh priority matrix it makes them think a little bit more about actually yeah is it important it, does it really need to be fixed at the moment or can it wait um and very often what happens is in that waiting the, the issue is fixed or a solution will come up um you know jumping on things straight away is not always the the best approach
0: <laughs> so so there, so i know that you've got a um a valuable free offer for for people and i'm just gonna uh, and this is a this is a, a sort of 30 minute session free with you in order to sort of uh, get people clear on some of the things they want to sort of sort out in in their business so do you want to tell us about the, the 30 minute session
1: Yeah so um, I called it a pick your brain session um, which a lot of people will obviously recognize and um, I'm sure lots of other people get asked about you know can I pick your brain Um, and it's a 30 minute session either for companies that want to explore what fractional is you know is it right for them would it work for them Um, especially if you know if it's in the marketing area maybe it's for startups that are feeling a bit um, a bit constrained, a bit pinched at the moment with budgets and thinking I know I need to do that, but I don't have enough money for it. So what are the other options um, resource wise that I can I can pull in or I can leverage? Um, and then the on the flip side, I also do these sessions for other fractionals. So um, people start looking to get into fractional work maybe if they've just been um, made redundant or they're thinking about actually, you want a slightly different way of working. Um, I can sort of share some of the, the, the things that I did certainly did wrong along the fractional journey. Um, any other sort of tips and advice um, for how to get started and you know things like productizing services or packages, uh, positioning, all that sort of stuff.
0: Brilliant so there must have been some book or course which started your journey into sort of learning this so what was the what was the spark what was the thing which started you in this uh, in this journey towards well both marketing and fractional fractional marketing officer
1: Um, I don't think there was any one book that sort of got me into fractional but there is one book that I always come back to in terms of how I work and how I do my marketing with, especially with startups. Um, and it's a book called Talk Like TED by Carmine Gallio. Um, it's, it'll seem completely random, but basically this guy, carmine Gallio, he's been through um, lots and lots of TED talks and he's analysed which of the, you know, which are the good ones, which get engagement, um, how do people pitch their talks? it's fascinating insights into, into the the world of Ted, I suppose as well. Um, But the, the thing that I sort of, um, I really grasped onto and and love is he talks about this rule of three and how the brain is um, primed to think in threes. There's some sort of mathematical side to it in terms of pattern recognition. Um, But also it's a, a good number for people to grasp as um, you know it's not too few but not too many basically and so I just use it for everything you know when I'm actually doing my marketing work you know positioning statements or um, trying to come up with marketing plans I use the rule of three um, if I'm doing uh, my own sort of like thinking through concepts I always try and sort of bucket it into three concepts um, mm. I think in the book he also mentions that it's something that um, Apple use quite a lot um, and the uh, especially their leadership follow this this rule, especially when they're doing sort of internal presentations. Um, and it just it's so simple, but it just it really works. It's brilliant. It's really good for remembering things as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is a good concept. Look, Emma, we've we've been chatting for for a little while, and there must be a question that's burning in your head that I haven't yet asked you. So, rather than me sort of try and guess what that is, I'm just going to ask you to tell us what the question is you would like us to have or us to have discussed, and then obviously you then got the job of answering it as well. So I haven't got any work to do in the next uh, few minutes. So, nice. over to you. What is the question I should have asked, and then would you please answer it?
1: Yeah, so um, but going back to the whole fractional thing, um, I think one of the interesting questions at the moment is why so many people are attracted to fractional as a way of work. And I've been having quite a lot of conversations recently with people either you know, getting into fractional for um, getting started or have been doing it maybe a few years or, or a longer time. And I've, I think I'm coming up with this sort of common personality thread of um, people who are drawn to fractional are people who like to juggle many balls, mm. but they're also, it's not that they want to go part time or they want to sort of necessarily reduce the amount that they're working. It's that they just want to do work differently. And they want to also have time for self development, learning, um, you know, being able to just having that. Headspace space to go right I saw this tool the other day that someone recommended I'm going to go and actually dig into it and learn a little bit about it and ironically that sort of self-development actually then helps the clients that that fractionals are working on because you're you know you're you're getting and you're getting it for free as a company because you're not having to pay for that that development time um, but I see that as a really common thread with with people like myself that it's I just want a little bit of space for myself, but I'm not, you know, I'm not going to go off and just go to the pub or something in that time. I'm actually going to do something that's useful for the clients and, and for the business. Yeah. Um, and they get a lot of
0: value from that.
1: Yes, definitely. Yeah. Without, without realizing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I guess they got access to a fairly senior, well-experienced person for a fraction of the price they pay um because otherwise you know if they can only afford 20% of the budget for a senior person they'd end up with a very junior person and so they're getting a huge amount of experience for for a lot less a lot less capital outlay
1: yes definitely yeah i mean that's the the first for, first and foremost thing of a fractional is getting that senior experience but at a at a fraction of the cost um Brilliant. yeah absolutely
0: Brilliant. Emma, thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us and opening our eyes to the new world of uh, of this fractional uh, fractional uh, senior manager. Um, I'm just going to invite people if you would like to get onto our newsletter list so that you get to hear about what we're doing. and who's going to be coming up in the next week or so? Um, please go to the link on the screen at the moment. It is colon forward slash newsletter. That is link.thecompleteapproach.co.uk forward slash newsletter. Join the newsletter. You'll get an email about once a week, which just sort of explains who's coming up, what they've got to talk about, and how you can get more detail about who they are. And obviously, at some stage, you will also hear about the when this gets uh, released, not only uh, live like it is now, but when it comes out on the podcast. And I would really ask you, please subscribe to the podcast and tell all your friends about it, because that helps us to get even better guests, more information out to you about how you can grow your business. Emma, thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us. Really appreciate you spending the time. And I hope that the fractional work continues to go well.
1: Yes, fingers crossed. I think it's definitely uh, a gaining movement. So hopefully, it'll, more companies will uh, will pick up on it. And thank you, Stuart, for for having me on.
0: No problem at all. Thank you very much.